We up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> hey, hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 141, we end up. Bill, you already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know how this goes. Please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS and Android. And please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If any branding deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. Episode 141. We're back. How you doing this week, brother? I'm doing good for who I even get in. I want to appreciate I appreciate you for holding it down last week, dropping a little, you know, a little fun episode for the people, maximum toxicity. Make sure y'all still mm-hmm. tuning in, y'all. I know we, we switched over to a live. We over there, but we everywhere else, too. So make sure y'all show love and get y'all spins in. We here. Now, when it comes to me, uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I've been working my ass off in a lot of different spaces. So just, you know, last week, I, a lot of stuff caught up to me, to be honest. Had to do a lot of, <laughs> had a couple homework assignments, you know, had a couple personal things, had some work stuff to get in. It was just like, God damn, I was trying my best to be ready for this pod. And it's like, oh. There's not enough hours in a day, or you got to find the time, right? So now I'm just yeah. trying to put focus on that. But while I was away working, getting getting shit together, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of basketball, a lot of media stuff. Just and this is like, man, this is for the love. I think sometimes I take it too serious or not not serious enough to the point where like, All right, fuck, I'm need doing this for or like, you know what? Nah, how do I articulate this and say the right thing and yada yada yada? And it's like, nah, it's like barbershop talk. It's where we come to get our shit off. We get to have our conversations, turnkey things that we've talked about in our other group chats or just individually or together. So, man, we here. So I'm happy to be here this week for 141. We're going to spend the block. Which, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling okay, man. Um, I don't know. The past two weeks been... Honestly, bro. I don't know, man. Daylight savings came around, so shit getting dark out here. But I'm excited. Um, I'm I'm ready for the holidays. Everybody know I love Thanksgiving and Christmas, so that's good. Um, but honestly, just trying to maintain and do great, man. You feel me? <laughs> honestly, I can't really say too much how I'm feeling this week. But I have a quick question for you, Slick, because I've been I've I've been watching Shits and Giggles, um, the Basement Yard podcast, and their little you know the duos, right? So so since we didn't record last week, I just have a question for you, Slick. Like, do you miss me when we don't record, or do you like miss me if we don't? When like, do you like when it's about to be the podcast that you be like, damn, I really miss Brian. Do I come to your thoughts, man? How the fuck would you not preface that question in pre-production <laughs> before you bring me some stupid shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if you miss me when I'm not around. Let Bro, me know. <laughs> we, we talk like three times a week. I talk to you more than some of my family. What the fuck? You oh, okay, but that's podcast though. I'm talking about like yeah, it's Wednesday, and you know tomorrow's podcast because we usually record this on Thursday if it's not a special occasion. We call it, we, we call it earlier in the week. Side note, 
be like, oh, it's Wednesday. Ah, now I'm about to link with my boy, you know, Bree Razy. We're about to record, like, you know? I don't, I guess, sure. We'll say yes so you can have. Come on, give me a little bit of love. Come on now. Yeah, I guess. I need need, need some James and Fuha love from you, okay? Do you even listen to Shits and Giggles? No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's why I said a little preface would have been nice. All right, Brian, you want me to be honest here? I will say this. This has become a part of my routine, whether I feel like doing it in that moment or not. And last week, not being able to... routine, nigga. I'm talking about me. Do you miss me? I'm getting there, bitch. Damn. What I will say is that, yes, I do miss the the congeniality and the fun that we have when we do this shit. Because no matter how I feel when I start, I always enjoy what comes out of this and in our friendship oh, and our brothers God. our brotherhood shut they being gay shut up anyways no, i can't say that no, right? why why bro squad can't why bros can't be transparent for you see i love you man i love you, you too but i don't, I don't come on now. i didn't need people to uh whatever anyways yeah <laughs> yes you got it yeah congratulations thank you appreciate that you see i you know it took a little tug of war but we well, we reached where we had to reach okay appreciate doing this show with you now Let's get into some news because we missed a lot this week. We're not covering everything, by the way. We ain't doing all that shit. Um, but I want to start out with some sad news because this one really hit my heart first. RIP to Matthew Perry, man, from Friends, a wonderful actor. Even from 17 again with Zach Efron. That's one of my low-key favorite movies. But apparently, you know, he was found in his pool at his home in California. And I just People have to understand, like, I know everybody, I know black people don't really like friends that much because, you know, it's a bit off of in living single. And I understand that. I understand that. But you have to understand, growing up in New York City, CW, even before CW, when it was, um, what was it, what it was called before, Slick? Oh, like WB, Warner Brothers. Yes. Yeah, WB. At six, they used to do double back-to-back, and at 11, they used to do double back-to-back. Now, if you didn't have cable in New York City around that time, you was watching Friends. You didn't have the options that we had now with streaming services. So whatever was on that TV, you was watching. So every time after school or whatnot, I was watching Friends, Kings of Queen, um, Two and a Half. Um, what's some of the black shows too? Like Everybody Hates Chris. Went before it went to my wife um, and kids. My wife and kids. The Fresh Prince, the Cosby about, Show. Different. What's world? the one with um, S and Atkins when there was oh, like half the divorcee? Half and half. The one with Lisa Ray too. Oh, all of us. Even Eve, the Eve show was fire. But it was stupid because her name was Shelly. I know that's like a cliche, <laughs> that's a corny joke to make, but it's like, that was really one of the dumb, they never called, it was like, it wasn't a middle name name reference. It was <laughs> like, going to name the show after the most famous actor, or actress. So I, so I was, I grew up on those shows, especially Friends, just um, watching that. So I watched like every season more than like three or four times, not by choice, but just what was on TV. So Matthew Perry, especially especially his character channel on the show, really played a huge part. And I would say some of my humor comes from him sometimes because I think I gained a little bit of his sarcasm. So RIP to Matthew Perry, man. No, that's a funny. Um, I think what you think, I, I'm not going to, like I always say, my mom enjoyed Friends, so I watched it. I appreciated the show as I got older and realized, like, the cultural context behind it, I pulled away. But I could still throw an episode on here and then get a good chuckle. The one with Ross and Rachel, you know, when Ross cheated <laughs> or did cheat, it was a break. You know, it was on a break. Shit, niggas have been there. We understand. But <laughs> I think that 
in his case, he suffered with addiction. He was created, they created a foundation, his name to help fight addiction. That's the, I think that's the thing with any kind of ailment such as addiction or mental element, no matter how much great work you can do, all it takes is one moment and it could really, you know, that relapse is crazy. So I do send love and healing energy and shout out to Chandler, man. Cause Chandler was a funny character. I think his comedic timing, it really made friends. Cause no matter what was happening, either him or Joey's going to say something outlandish or out of pocket or that's Phoebe. Three of them said something really outlandish, out of pocket. I was like, oh, shit. That was, even as an, a black person, I could appreciate that joke. So definitely rest in peace. A shout out to all the work he's done in trying to help other people fight their addictions. And he's hoped that the, the uh, association that they've created with him, the company, that they're going to do great yeah. things. So. So I'm sending, sending prayers to his family and to his friend's family as well. And also, real quick, RIP to Bob Knight, man, legendary college coach. Um, he passed away at the age of 83. Legendary. I, honestly, Slick, <laughs> he couldn't coach in this time. That nigga was throwing chairs, roughing up his players. <laughs> he he would have got canceled if he continued to coach at this era. I'm about to say, but you've seen the trend of like high-level college coach, coaches leaving between the transport portal and like players, you know, playing, going to schools for the bread, not trying to go to win, and like, you know, doing what's best for them because the NCAA has done what's best for them you know, over the last hundred years or so. So it's definitely, in terms of Coach Knight, he was a legend in the game. I always laugh, though, because I'm like, dang. When you think legend, it's like, how many championships nigga won? Three? I'm like, god damn. <laughs> Three? <laughs> That's a fact. But it's also, like, you think about the college game and how many, like, dozens and dozens of teams every year have a chance. And it's like, it really just comes down to, you know, what's going on in your era. So definitely RIP to Coach Knight. Shout out to the legends, man. Like, one time. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, on to other bad news. Justice for Elijah McClain, man. If you didn't witness the news, the officer who killed him has been found not guilty and has been acquitted in his death, man. And it's just so sad because it was just it was just a young black man who was going to the convenience store and going home and look at him now. Had to he sit here get tragically murdered, and now his death is not even going to be. There's no justice for him, bro. And it's just it's just a reminder every day that bro, racism is still there, even though we don't like. Even though there's people out here in this world that don't want to acknowledge it, it's still around because there's no way in hell the officer put him in that chokehold, and then the paramedics injected him with other things to make him pass away. And it's just so sad, bro. No, 100%. I think it goes back to, I guess this might not go well, but it's the same pattern of events that always occurs, right? A heinous crime happens, law enforcement does a little too much, and somebody ends up losing their life, and guess what happens? Like, it becomes a national outrage. They say all the right things in the moment, but we all know court proceedings are designed to take a long time, especially in this case, because why? Our attention spans as a public are notoriously short. And in the last 20 years, I've gotten notoriously shorter thanks to smartphones, thanks to constant access and so and being in tune with so many other things happening. So I'm not going to harp too much on that. I do want to send healing energy to Elijah McClain's family because at the end of the day, you experience the loss that a lot of us might. We see it, but we, everybody don't understand it. And, yep. you know, again, we're going to spew the same rhetoric about justice reform and just like dismantling systemic racism. But at the end of the day, the people in power hail from an era, regardless if you're in a liberal or a conservative state where this is the norm. Right. 
and then the idea mm-hmm. Thomas Rosa and then the idea of changing that doesn't work because what happens when a younger person tries to get into those seats they say they're unqualified they find things that you know they they the narrative is always turned against pre- preserving the old guard I'm not saying voting is the right way I'm not saying I'm saying the system is broken and I think acknowledging that is the first step but this might not go well again we have to wait for a lot of these, these motherfuckers to kick the bucket and then hope the right people are getting the right credentials to be in these seats and have these conversations. But then when you also have things like, you know, in swing year elections, the power to appoint a Supreme Court justice for life is given to different sides and not saying which side is correct because it's like, as much as you want to say Democrats don't be wilding, them niggas be wilding too. You yep. know what I mean? So, look at Joe Biden with the, the, we're in debt and we're sending billions and billions of dollars to fight Bro. all these wars, but you're telling me I got to pay my little $200 back? Like, I'm in school, bitch. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> That's me? a fact. And also, it's important to, we didn't mention this in the beginning, but um, it was election day earlier this week. It's important to vote to these um, small elections because, you know, this election day was the little pass. It wasn't really um, that money media coverage because no, a quote unquote, Power, power positions were up for grab, um, but it's important to elect, especially next year. Next year is going to be a, a huge election, a huge election, um, because I think almost every seat is up, and plus we have the presidential um, debate as well. Mm-hmm. But hold on, with that is said, hold on. I want to give um, I want to give a special shout out real quick. I'm I'm so upset that I did not give him his. I'm so upset I did not give this person his shout out. I also want to um, send huge congratulations to Yusef Salama. Am I saying his name right? Oh, Central Park Five? <laughs> yes, from the Central Park Five. He has won a New York City Council seat. Um, shout out to the other Yusef black Salam. woman. Yes. Shout out to the other black woman who, who, you know, who won, who became the first mayor in Philadelphia. Shout out to you guys. We, you know, just want to put that out there too. Now, speaking on politician, this is a great segue. Slick, do you know that three people has been charged operating a high-end brothel network in Massachusetts and Virginia with a clientele that include elected officials, military office, governor contractors, and security clearance with security clearance. What's your thoughts on them? Didn't they tell us about this in, in uh, Scandal all them years ago? That niggas be using paying for pussy? <laughs> it's, like, it's not surprising. I think it's just like, damn, be careful where you get your dick with at. So you see, now, you know what? I'm not. Maybe these two are not together. But this makes me even look at the Deshaun Watson case a little bit more now. Because <laughs> even Robert Kraft was in the massage parlor to get it in. So that means that you will be that... Be careful. <laughs> Be careful fucking with that because once they have your name on a list out here, you don't you don't follow a suit. What the state property say? You better get down or lay down. Mm-hmm. Niggas will blow you up out here though. But I mean, honestly, bro, they they in a stressful job. They just want to get their nut in. <laughs> I ain't you. Shit. Shit. Hey. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I mean, I get it. I I don't know. I think the older you get. This might be the this like maybe hopeless arrow part two, <laughs> and this is just like you think about work and like top like the higher the more I feel like the more stressful the career the wildest shit niggas be into because like how the fuck do I decompress oh, yeah. from this shit? 
But I'm just like, yo, y'all running a whole brothel, my nigga. Like, y'all ain't think y'all gonna get caught? Like, the wrong, you, you told the wrong nigga he couldn't come inside, and now guess what? Y'all all <laughs> going to jail. <laughs> Facts. Along as, along as, you know, these are not human traffic victims, and these are um, willing um, consent um, sex workers, then, hey, bro, do your thing. <laughs> do your thing. Because speaking of what you just said, remember back in the days we found out, like, powerful people was into dominatrix play, like, them, them high power people would love to be dominated by them girls in the leather outfits and shit. Mm-hmm. It's what you say. Niggas be having a stressful job. Niggas want to be taking control over sometimes. But this one was chaotic. So last week, like, have you been paying attention with Keith Lee versus Atlanta? He said, don't ever eat motherfucking Atlanta without saying it. <laughs> that nigga came like Omar in the wire, bro. <laughs> that nigga came down Atlanta and stirred shit up. This shit had everybody on tilt, had Keith Lee responding to Ocho Cinco and the night shout out to Unc. Yo, this shit was, and the thing about it was Keith Lee handled this very maturely. He told niggas, do not send them hate comments or anything, but you know you can't stop this internet era, bro. <laughs> What's your whole thoughts about Keith Lee experience in Atlanta? As somebody that's followed Keith Lee, like I, this this might sound crazy. I, like I literally planned my thirtieth birthday around like his reservation. Like I wanted to go to Vegas to try to oxtail at Calabash. Like I, that was like the, one of the, between that and Usher. I was a highlight of my thirtieth birthday. Like to be able to do stuff like that and see some of the restaurants he re- he uh, recommended. Like if you follow his platform, he has always said if shit is not up to snuff. Now what do we know about Atlanta? I've never personally been, but from people that have been there, they say it's like a black oasis. Right, you're gonna have fun. Yep. There's gonna be some ass. You might see some man coochie, but <laughs> you feel me? Maybe bussy. Yeah, you might see some bussy. <laughs> or some dussy. But the real shit is that like what happened you got like too much black shit. It's more about people going to the hype and getting their stuff as opposed mm-hmm. to the quality of it. You got a lot of different people com- competition, restaurants, you know, trying to maintain the hype aesthetic. We we all been to black restaurants. What black restaurants you ever went to? And think about New York, where you was going to get food, ambiance, party, and quality service. All in one. One spot. Don't say Woodland, just because the burger was fire. Oh, come on. Now, the chicken and waffles was fire, though. Chicken and waffles was fire. syrup. <laughs> chicken and waffles. It's going to be mad niggas on your head top. It's going to be some some big John shaking ass by your eggs. Might be a bad John, too. You might be like, oh, shit, you can shake your ass over here. Wait, remember that Halloween party we had uh, at the forty forty? Yeah, but that's different, bro. And that was like six years ago. Eight, that was like eight years ago. High key. Think about it. Think about in the last three yeah, years, what spots have you... Whatever that girl was that wore that cat outfit, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> wild boy. Real wild boy. But nah, like, think about spots. Like, we're not... Especially post-pandemic, bro. I know Atlanta ain't shut down for the penny, but oh, a, lot of, a lot of those spots that were up there are no longer doing what they were doing at the time. So it's like for Keith Lee to go there and he's going for food. He's not going to see no no joint shaking booty. He wasn't with the homies. He's with his wife and his and you know his family. He wasn't out there on demon. He was out there on a food tour. Is yep. it shocking that he found on that tour that the food was not doing what it needed to do? It doesn't shock me. And the thing about it, it wasn't more no it was not more so the food. It was more so the service of the mm-hmm. shit. Some of the rules I don't know which one was it, um, Milk and Honey and Old Lady Gang. Niggas was talking about um, no takeouts, um, no call-ins. You can't 
you got to be a part of your four. If it's more than that, it's, it's, a, it's a dub. You can't do this. The rules was crazy. And we come from New York where niggas say you can't wear hats and all that other shit yeah, to some spots. You can't show up in Timberland <laughs> boots and a sweatsuit. Like, yeah, nah. It's you a know? Dub. But their rules was over the top. And, and the thing about it is, the crazy thing about it is, the reason why he had a problem with it was, he sent, usually, if you don't know about Keith Lee, how he runs his operation, he don't actually go into the spots himself no more. Even in disguises, what he needs to do, he needs to put on the disguise to not get recognized. He, now he sends his family, especially his sister, because people know it's his wife now. And they was getting denied service until he stepped out the car and went to the spot. And then that's when, Magically. when it was a two-hour wait, now all of a sudden the table was clear. <laughs> now all of a sudden now they over here giving him so, all the high praise. And that just shows that they value more of the celebrities more than the actual people. And that's why a lot of Atlanta saw that shit and voiced their opinion. They've been holding this frustration because a lot of people don't know. Keith Lee been on this food tour for a good minute. He went to he went back to his hometown in Detroit. It Chicago, was no issues. Chicago, <laughs> New Orleans, Texas. Yeah. Like, he been around. No issues. Giving out good stuff, giving out tips and all that. So as he got to Atlanta, and that means that that shows me that niggas in Atlanta was fed up with niggas for a minute now. And they just needed someone with clout <laughs> to really voice their opinions. And they let that go. And, and also, that nigga from Milk and Honey, you make that whack-ass TikTok talking about you don't know who Keith Lee is. And now you over here, now you went to a radio show talking about how he damaged your business. I thought you didn't know him. Oh, no. Nah. You know what it is? It's clout. Old pub. He got Come you. on now. Nah, and, also, you know, also, last thing before we get to that. One thing I didn't like was that I kept focusing on the negative part. Even though he said he didn't do, he wasn't putting out negative reviews. And I forgot all the positive. Shout out to the bodega in Atlanta. He got them. It was Keith Lee approved, and they got mad businesses. Shout out to the Jamaican spot that he went to. And he also went to one of the soul food spots. Guess this. This lady made 2500 that day. Guess what he tipped? 2500 Double that for that day. And that wasn't getting talked about. And y'all was over here talking about this old lady shit and the milk and milk, milk and honey and forget all the positive shit that Keith Lee was giving. And, you know, shout out to um, Ocho Cinco. He did his research and he apologized. But before y'all start talking about Keith Lee, really do your research, do your homework. Shout out to Jay Man. Do your homework on actual the content created before you give your advice. I saw a lot of people on Twitter, fuck Keith Lee, get the fuck out of my Twitter. But don't even know his content. If you listen, if you watch his content, you see what he do. You see the positive stuff they do, and that's why Ocho Single got ripped to shreds on Twitter. Niggas was on his ass, bro. Niggas was firing him up after his comments on 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 Keith Lee. So, for any future reference for that, do your research on the content created before you speak. Well, we know how that goes, bro. Honestly. People just like to react. It's all, and it's like half of it is social media trolls. They just be saying negative shit to say negative shit. So I don't even be tripping off that. That's offended. Now on to other celebrity news. Laurie Harvey, ah, she back it. She what? What's what's like? What's like? What's like? What's like the least? Like, cause she's leasing these niggas at this point. <laughs> she she's definitely in control. Her, her affinity stone. She got every. She really grabbed every nigga that every girl on Twitter said they wanted. She had Future. She done had Mike B. She had Damson. She going through all the brown. The Diddy brown, and his son. I'm about to say she got the brown aesthetic. She got the whole brown aesthetic locked up. Just to end up with like some white dude next. I guarantee it. Bro, Damson, you gave up your friendship with Michael B. Jordan just for a 14 month lease, my nigga. Shit. 
for a fourteen month lease, my nigga, and my nigga, you never, you, you was acting real different too. That's why niggas was laughing at you. I, I know right now at that time when you was like, oh, niggas is hating because I got the baddest bitch, nigga. We was like, nigga, you acting like you never had a bad bitch before. You was over here doing all this X Y Z, jumping in her, and her cake, and I'm like, my nigga, you don't understand. <laughs> you did for a short time, not a long time, buddy. <laughs> you, it's you like- was leased. <laughs> Yeah, you was least yo snowfall is over my nigga you not that popping <laughs> okay like you're not that guy pal. i feel bad that's my guy but you know what it is they said that it wasn't like how before mike b just says over a future huh i don't want it wasn't was like all right we cool might have been like it wasn't hitting and she young he young he got to figure out what his next move is you know snowfall done so what's he where he about what show he about to jump on what he about to fuck with she's still building her empire so you never know. I'm not gonna say no ill will and no make no crazy joke. Oh, but she I'm gonna make some jokes over here because the least that least question, that least comment was crazy. Though. I was like, ah, shit, yeah, she definitely did. She she is switching these niggas out like a new car. <laughs> it's, it's it's literally twelve to fifteen months. Once it hits the one year mark, shit start to get rocky over here. Now let me you ask a question. Less than less. Ah, uh, hold on. Do you think you think he might have popped the question or tried to be like, let's get more serious and do something? She was like, fuck out of here. You gotta go. Oh yeah, nigga. Fuck. There's still there's still more Infinity Stones I gotta collect, nigga. The fuck. Who who who? Who the hot up upcoming nigga right now? <laughs> I was. She about to get at that. Nah, I don't know, bro. But now, what's your thoughts, real quick, before you get to the next stuff? What's your thoughts on women galvanizing behind? I don't have no problem with what she's doing. Now, I want to put this disclaimer. I have no problem with what she's doing. She's young. She turned. She has this access. Niggas really don't know what she's doing though, but she's doing her thing though. Shout out to her. What's your thoughts about women? I, I would I would like to be a little politically correct when I say women this. putting the battery in her back, hyping her movements. Yes. What's your uh, thoughts on that? And and and, and more so relating it to them. Uh, I think that we, as a community, we especially black community, minority community, we like to live vicariously. And it's like, remember when you was little, like, yo, yeah, making good my wife. Nah, nigga, that's my wife. No, you got Sonali. Ah, like, remember all of that? Like, it's in that similar vein where it's like, yo, this late, this young lady who you can't, I don't want to put her down. You can't say it's talent because we don't know what she does. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like, we know she's pretty. She got great parents. She come from a situation where she's around this element and she's been able to scoop Trey. We didn't even say Trey before he was nasty man songs, but she been yep. there, she done had every dude that for his face too had a couple, Crazy. but she had even after she had a couple of dudes like that. A lot of women have pined for, and it, it also kind of leans into that like liberated liberated woman rhetoric that we've heard a lot about. Which is again, as a woman, you have every right to do what you want to do. And again, we still don't know what she does. All these niggas is her boyfriend. She's the face of the modern woman, but no, but, th- but think about it. She's these are all her boyfriends. So I guess that's the part where I'd be laughing. I'd be like. That nigga, you talk. Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. But that, you know, get what I'm saying. <laughs> you feel me? So like, I get it because like, aesthetically, you know you're gonna, aesthetically, you're gonna ride with it because it's like, hey, cool. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's just a matter of like, I think it's easier to equate 30 percent someone else's situation to yourself than the 70 percent where it's like, oh nah, you fucking up. <laughs> well, he slick is saying it in a political way and say you're not her. Okay, <laughs> just he just basically for short, you're not her. So yeah, you can congratulate her. She's able to do that. But you, you better stay with your Pookie and Ray Ray girl. Don't act out of line now. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, what's your thoughts on the Casanet jail marathon, the seven day jail marathon, and the whole social media debate of him glorizing, um, him, um, him popularizing um, the jail culture and everything? He is a streamer. He is the number one streamer. How do you stay number one? You do outlandish shit. The fact that it was a skit, I laughed about it because I'm like, why are we doing think pieces about this? There are so many other things we could complain about. This young black man is making his money. Is jail a taboo subject in our community? Absolutely. But the fact that this young man, who again, I don't want, I'm not going to look Harvey him, but what does he do? But get on camera and just show his personality, right? Yeah. The fact that he created, he created a lane and he could do stuff like this and put other people on around him to do this shit. Like, I can't be mad at it. Is it in bad taste to use jail? Sure, but it's in bad taste to do 90% of shit niggas rap about. <laughs> you feel me? Exactly. So it's like all forms, not all forms, but a majority of the forms of entertainment that are living within the community right now can all get that same asterisk. And it's like, I'm not going to trip about it because I think when I watch content, I'm not as impressed. But for young people who thought probably, oh, he really in jail doing this wild shit, I want to go, did that look fun? That's where you say, okay, cool, I get it, but that's why you put out disclaimers. That's why you come out and say this is all the skit. You feel me? But but that's what I want to touch on that a little bit. Um, if if you're if if you have someone young watching this and thinking jealous cool, that means that 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 person environment is not good. <laughs> that means there's people in that person's life that's not guiding that person right. So with that said, I think we should be more focused on the. The system, not to bring it back to systemic racism and all that good stuff. We don't have time for all that. But I think we should more so focus on the system because my whole thought process is, okay, he doesn't do the jail marathon. Does this stop kids from going to jail, committing crime, joining gangs? No. Even if he does this, it's still going to happen. Regardless, and they're not going to be like, oh, Constantine did it, so I'm going to go in the hood and think, No. There's more factors that that goes into a person going into the jail system and going to the life of crime than just a stream. No kid is just going to watch stream and just automatically start committing crime just to go to jail. It takes more steps and it takes more factors and it takes the environment. So for us focusing on that is very hypocritical because then we're going to have to talk about the music. <laughs> then we're going to have to talk about video games. Then we're going to talk about school. Um, then we're going to talk about um, resources in neighborhoods. If you're not going to talk about all those other things, don't talk about just a seven-day stream, oh, which had more people, had more IG comedians in there that everybody knows. He had Drewski. He was playing that. Um, what was that nigga from Longest Yard, the, the Terry Crews character, <laughs> the hamburger man? <laughs> Had that nigga stuffing a McDouble between his in his pants. He had Ben the Don. He had he had a whole bunch of other IG. So if you if you are because that's my that's another thing about it too is with the Keith Lee stuff too. Niggas who are not familiar with Kai Sinet content wouldn't understand that this is entertainment. If you you gotta understand these young niggas are a fan of him, so they know what he does. He know he they know his friends and the characters. So they're looking at this more as content as entertainment than actual oh my god jealous cool and that's why i tell people do your research on niggas content before you do think pieces such as this you're asking a lot you're right you're right now real quick though mr beast 
Mr. Beast have put the African government on blast right now because this man took six to eight months to build over 100 wells in Africa. And now you have African governments sending him letters and making statements that he's embarrassing them by being able to build 100 wells and do good for people. And it shows a lot of the corruption that is going on in these governments. What's your whole thoughts on the Mr. B situation? Everything look good. Everything cool to somebody do some shit that you could have did years ago, huh? Because <laughs> I'm I'm looking at them like, bro, y'all upset that he built a hundred wells, and 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 it and it's kind of crazy because we have these governments here. We we battle for. We literally have Joe Biden told us about student debt, couldn't get that done, and now he's sending billions of dollars to multiple places, and he can't get. A student, he couldn't get, but he couldn't even get us ten thousand dollars off our shit, bro. Yeah, no, nah, it's nasty. I really watched like it, it's some wild shit because it's like again the government. This might not go well. The government in a majority of these countries, including ours, is not built to protect the people. It's built to protect the the interests of the country. And a lot of times the interests are not the people directly in front of them. It's foreign relations. That's what they always say. Look at a country. If you want to know what, how a country is situated, look at their foreign policy. They don't give a fuck about what's happening on, on their own soil. You can see people dying. What's, what's, what's going to happen? Nothing. But a guarantee, something that could be an international incident, that's when you see mobilization. In America, let's be real. I'm going to use the smallest example I could possibly think. Remember that, remember that box of Kennedy sold the movie for? Or you can go to Dallas and get it for a dollar, like the Swedish fish, all the juju bees, all them shits, like the little bot. Little, yeah. That used to be a dollar, right? That shit has been marked up 150%. Them shits are 250 now for one little ass box. Same amount of candy, probably less. Probably less candy in the box, if we be honest. Think yep. of the cost of living has done the same thing. A mortgage to buy a $500,000 house used to be what, $2,500? Now you're probably paying like four G's and you're still on the hook for everything else. Think about that. Have wages increased? No. We might get a couple percentage points here. Is that changing the way you live? No. Everything that you're nope. giving this tax. I saw, I think I retweeted something the other day, or I definitely saved it. It was like along the lines of like, yo, the money that you get in your check is taxed. Anything that you buy is taxed. Anything that you own is taxed. So you're taking my money on every transaction, whether you're giving me something, I'm I'm getting something, giving something, taking something, owning, keeping something. Think about that. But wages have not increased. They don't give a fuck about us. In Africa, we already know. We've seen it. To go, the, the work and amount of, like, it has to be humanitarian efforts to get these wells put in. And then guess what happens? Some A famous white person does it. Now you're making us look bad. You got to relax. No, do better. Guess how much this costs, bro? <laughs> Two million? No. He just raised more than 300000 300000 to build over 100 well that is giving clean water to up to 500,000 people in Cameroon, Kenya, um, Uruguay, and Zimbabwe. And it's funny, right? We Less than a million dollars. We donated billions for a war that we send our people to die in. Not as if we even send our people for real, for real yet. Like, we, they on the out, they on the out, um, out of bounds. I'm like, I got next. But we can't, you know, we can't feed the poor. We can't, in our country, think about it. Homelessness, how much money would it take? Think about it. I think it was like $22 billion. Universal basic income. Establishing a rate that any every taxpaying citizen receives that can cover their base. If you send, if you send every family $2,000 a month or give them a stipend to put that towards a monthly expense, you know how what that would do for the economy? And I think that's the part that people miss. 
It's like, bro, yo, bro, things can bro, be bro. done. Guess this. But I just looked it up. According to the Department of Housing and Urban Development, it will cost $20 billion to end homelessness in the United States. We had gave triple <laughs> that to foreign aid. We are true. Well, what did I say? Our interests are vested overseas. We don't care about home base. Home base going to be fine because guess what? They can make a law. It's like, who do they squeeze? The middle class, people that keep the country running. It's all about the, the people with the power and the money. Same thing in Africa. Yeah. It's more about status and bread mm-hmm. as opposed to it is, yo, basic human rights. It's people have a right to water. People have a right to clean water, clean infrastructure, clean housing. You feel me? And it's like, what do we, what do these governments do? Oh, I'm a fat in my pockets. I'm going to go where the interests are. Like, it's trash. And I think just as a society, we realize how trash it is. And it's like the the weight of not being able to do something, that shit is really frustrating. Because like, what what else can we do? That's a fitting I need one of those rich friends that teach me how to do the tax shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Yo, hit us on our DM at this might not go. If you know how to do with the, the tax tricks that these young these rich niggas be doing, let me I'm know. Okay. Just, I'm gonna just step in front of a bus or somebody that's driving a nice ass car. Like, all right, bro, just run me 150,000 and we straight. That'll that'll reset my life. I don't need a million. Bro. I just wanna reset. Like I think that's the craziest part. Like, just let me reset. I you know, pay off some debt, you know, get a little piece of property, a little down payment down. And then, you know, figure it out from there. But I think that's the hardest part. Every, I, I've been doing some, I guess, this might not go well. Sorry, I'm slick ranting. Get to, get, get to your political I've been, slick But I've been bag. doing some research. And it's like we talk about race and things of that nature, right? But when you really look at this, like the system was never designed for us to win. And now we are currently seeing that with how the country is running. And it's like you say, it's not about political parties. All the Trump jokes, I ain't going front. I know I'll be, I'll be joking. Like, yeah. Who's going to make my taxes? Who's going to hook me up with a little bread? Like, who's going to make my life easier? You feel me? Because it's like, you think about these tax codes and things. Think about even PPP. Like, oh, them people got off. It's like, it's funny when you really got to say, yo, a nigga need to scam them to make a living? To, like, with degrees. Spent Top all three this- grade in my life. <laughs> Bro, how many times we got to get degrees? How many times, like, I got to watch the government tell me, oh, I can't. You know, you owe me X, Y, and Z. But then you sending money to people that... You know, don't pay taxes here for what foreign policy that's doing what killing people that what did nothing to you all of the strength of like, oh, we got guns. Like when you really think about the American history and agenda of war, how I always bring up where we go to war and we get involved in bullshit whenever we're in a recession. The other part is that when going back to universal basic income or something along those lines. If you give people more money, they do what? Spend more money. Okay, you can't give people more money. Alleviate some of the financial burden that they have so they can spend money on other shit. And that's that's, that's why I don't understand. Because if they alleviate, if they give us, if they eliminate student debt or eliminate homelessness, and niggas have money, I'm telling you, Americans are consumer crazy. They're going to spend their bread on shit, <laughs> bro, bro. You can cut a grant. So you saying can't? Because you know what it was. This is the language that they use that fucked it up. He was never going to, Biden was never going to get that bill passed because why? It's canceling student debt. means no one gets their money, which again, not fair. I'll completely, up to uh, somebody that has enough money to fund uh, student loans and things of that nature, fuck no, I'm not going for that. If you go and send money to these other countries, invest some money, take that same money and pay the people here so you can relieve student debt. It's like, and every every time the shit come up with it, we just relieved 2 million people with student debt. By how much, nigga? Come on now. So, it's a dirty shit. Sad, bro. Let's go talk about some shit. Fun shit. Sad. Let's, even let's, let's talk about music. What's your thoughts on the Meg Thee Stallion Cobra song? I listen to some of it. Visuals. 
I think the tweet that I saw that perfectly summarized it, they was like, this is like, this might not go. It's like, yo, you think she was tight? She had to sexualize herself to sing a song about depression? And I was just like, that nigga spitting. Because <laughs> like the, the subject matter of the song, I get it. Like, you've been through a lot. And I support you and even yeah. coming with an artistic means and doing something that sounds a little different than what you've normally done, leaning into, like, that we know Meg is a nerd. Like, I appreciate the fact that she owns her nerdiness. And to, you know, put it forefront using that rock sample to kind of get the song situated. I dig it. But then it's like, oh, damn. She she half naked singing the song. Like, God damn. Like, this is how, this is, this was the treatment. Was this your treatment for the record? That was my question. Uh, but, you know, she got she she got a new body. Not, oh, I don't want to say a new body. She worked for her new body. Yeah, no, she no, actually she went good. to the gym and all that. She looked good. I so, you know, she got to show that shit off, though. I, you seen, know, the, I, seen, I seen the video that she, she knows she, she knows She knows that with this type of song, like, it has to come with the. It has a couple of the visuals to keep people interested. Cause she's not talking about regular hot girl shit. I didn't watch the rest. Of, I don't think I've watched the video again since it dropped. That's how I know. Like the the one the Captain Hook shit. Oh, I watched that like forty times. I have no problem saying that. <laughs> then he, then the regular shit. The doo doo. I'll i shit replay. <laughs> now, now, what's your thoughts about the party Fontaine line that she caught him in bed getting head? Which I go hold you, yo. Women, y'all switched up on party quick. <laughs> I think I got feminist tatted on his stomach for y'all. It's not What's about your that. whole thoughts on that? Because I mean, one and the switch up in the regards to the switch up, it's like anytime you bring up cheating, it's no matter what. If somebody say you, if the bigger artist say you cheated, guess what? Nigga, you about to get slimed out on the internet. It don't matter. No drink slime you out. Slime. <laughs> and he you. did bad by posting the future. Nigga, but whoever on your PR team should have told you not to post but, future, my nigga. But no. Everybody. But then, all right, let's play. Let's play devil's advocate. In some cases. Could it be embellishment? Could he have cheated? And maybe she saw a text message and she's like, nah, I'm going to put it like this in the record. He could be saying this cap. It's true, but it's cap. It could be like, all right, she's just saying this because we broke up. There's a lot of different layers to it. I just feel like, you know what? It adds to the layers that she went through a lot. And mm-hmm. we were here saying like, oh, how is that nigga dealing with the fact that his shorty was doing all this, that, and the third? And he just got to sit there and take it. And I'm not justifying if he did do this, like, that's okay. It's not. Like, there's conversations and things that can be done in that regard. But we said this as men, nigga. You was fucking who, and who, and again, and then then you getting the beef with random niggas, and they telling you they fucked your bitch, the baby sold you. I'm like, nigga, that had to hurt. <laughs> I knew that had to hurt. And then it's just like, all right, I get it. Like fucked up, it's od fucked up. Like yo, y'all broke up, and it's like, unfortunately, it happens in the the midst of this probably most trying time of Meg's life. So whatever he did do, if he did it, if he did that, he wilded. But if he did something even smaller, like in the midst of everything happening, it was going to hit him that way. Shout out to the Joe Button podcast because they mentioned this point, and I kind of agree with them. I kind of have a problem with her putting that in her song. I don't mind. I, I think the way he held her down in public by defending her and not saying too much about all that came out and kept his mouth quiet I would like for her. I would. I would have had like for her to keep that breakup silence. Do this like, and and feel free to disagree with me, especially the public. I understand. You know, I don't really have too much of a, a dog fighting this, but I'll say like, yo, he since he held it down for in public, he cheated. Okay, leave him, but don't put it in there, cause y'all broke up clean. You know, you went. You went. He went with Jada Kingdom. You went with the soccer player. That nigga Just really keep that shit a clean. Keep that shit a clean breakup. Nobody needs to know what happened between y'all for real. That nigga, the female, he the male. Uh, what's it, Lori Harvey too? He pulling, he pulling <laughs> rabbits out of hat. He got Jada Kingdom. He had Cash Doll. He had her. Then he had a other little Spanish joint from Love and Hip Hop. 
Dream Girls? Oh, bro. Go back to t- I mean, go, go back to 2014 and teach me your ways, brother. Tell me, Just tell me. <laughs> I gotta get feminine tattoo on my stomach when I was 20. Say less. I'm there. It's you done. Me, it's but done. I, 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 I could. No, we say this all the time. Mel Eagles is fragile. Oh yeah, you break my. I, we, 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 we knew that. We knew that when that court, when that court case was happening, he was finding. I'm like, I pray. I was like, I was hoping that he he heard that from her before. Yeah, because if that was the first time, and I think that I think we're gonna go with the latter. <laughs> I think he heard about most. I heard that he heard something new in the court case. They was explicit. That, they were saying she was getting <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Keep it stacked. And she was, and you was fucking your your best friend's nigga. That ain't put you in a good line. Like after you was on that Gail King and said that you didn't. Ah, but shout out to you, Megan. Um, I, I salute you for that song. I like that you went to this direction. Keep doing your thing. Let's get to sports before we get to our song of the week. James Harden trade, which blockbuster trade is showing out to be <laughs> not worth it because niggas is 0-2 since this trade happened. <laughs> What's your thoughts? Because you got this nigga on your fantasy team. <laughs> I have all those niggas on my fantasy team. I just got off of um, Coado. I just traded him. But, bro, bro, I get it. First of all, Wallace, he playing the ego game. He let Russ start. I'm like, who's creating offense off the bench? Because it's like, Russ been looking like they like they most consistent player through two games. Like, Kawhi got you his little 17. PG, he's going is, is live and die by his jump shot right now. But Harden is just like, yo, he, there was this perfect play last night when they played the Nets. Nick, I think Kawhi, one of them broke down the defense, got to the rim. Harden's in the corner. Niggas passing the ball. Wide ass open. This nigga took two dribbles to take a three and got his shit punched. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Where's the basketball IQ from one of the greatest offensive engines of all time? Now, granted, when it comes to fantasy, I drafted him like the fourth or fifth round. So I, if he averages 18 and seven, I'm fine. With a steal and two threes, high free throw, he fits the build of my new team. I'm not mad at it. But just from a perspective of like, you cried for this. Y'all always like, yo, we'll take hard and we would it. But now this shit look clunky. And I granted there hasn't been training camp. They haven't really had they had a couple days to practice last week. They only had like it looked like two plays. And this it's the same story. Like they start off slow in the first quarter. They get it going in the second and third. Somebody starts carrying. And the fourth quarter they end up losing by double figures. Granted, last night they had a three at the buzzer that, you know, made it look closer than it was. To a team that was missing what, two starters? Three starters because Cam Johnson got I mean Cam Thomas got hurt too. So three start four and Ben Simmons didn't play. I don't think so. Four four starters. If we being real, it's bad. And I can yeah. say it came down to they played two teams that were are more so built on team and depth and can hit you from different ways and have their style established. But there's little things that have to be done. They need to establish who's the point guard. And the luxury of having four, you can talk one of them into coming off the bench. I think the rotations don't make sense. I think that Plumlee getting hurt sucks because now you don't have a backup center. I think they're trying to get they're trying to trade for one now. There's no designated shooter on the roster. I think that also shows they don't have a guy like a uh, you know in JJ Reddick, Reggie Jackson, a forty percent guy who's going to catch and shoot that shit. Because when like I said, Harden caught that shit and took a dribble to the side. I was like, nigga, you dribbled into defense. It was nasty. This trade don't make no sense, bro. To me, it, 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 this is one of those trades that it looks good on paper. And if you was probably playing 2K on the system, fire trade. I feel like niggas who, who's playing with them on 2K is, but is killing niggas. 
But in actuality, there's too many ball-dominant people. The only nigga that maybe is not that ball-dominant compared to the other three is Kawhi. But even Kawhi going to need his touches. I just don't think they should have traded. They Sixers should have took one of the other niggas. Maybe I, Russ, maybe Paul. If I'm being honest, and this is like what I was thinking, because over the summer there were the, there were discussions about trading Paul George. He's been their best player. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You got to pay all three of those niggas upwards of thirty-five to forty-five million dollars. You pick two. Who are going to be the two? If we being honest, they last two playoff runs after going to the conference finals. PG has not been there. He had COVID in one. He was hurt last year. He couldn't play. Right? Sunk cost. You know he'll get you in the regular season? That's fine. You just got Harden. New York, where you at? Emmanuel Quickly. Evan Fournier. That's not bad. Isaiah Hartenstein. One more guy. A first-round pick and a pick swap. And you protect the first-round pick top seven for Paul George. You plug him in. Mm. You plug him in. Listen to this. Julius Randle, Paul George, R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson, and Mitchell Robinson. You got Quentin Grimes off the bench. You need a backup point guard, you can go find one off the waiver wire or you give Deuce McBride a shot. You still got Josh Hart. You still got Dante DiVincenzo. You need a backup big man. Why not? It's one year. You're not going to pay Fournier. The way Quigley's playing, you got to pay him $100 million. You want to trust your sixth man of the year to be a $120 million guy? He's a good player, very good player. No. The only part that sucks, you lose Hartenstein. Or maybe you don't do Hartenstein. You do, maybe you add Grimes into the mix because you got DiVincenzo and Josh Hart locked up. So you give them a prospect so you can keep a pick or put more protections on a pick. Right? Philly. How about this? Tobias Harris. Uh, Furquan Korkmaz. You find one more piece. Maybe when, you know, you see whatever. Honestly, for Philly, anybody except for Embiid and Maxi is up in the air. If you want them, you can take them. Bro, there's teams. You put a Paul George you now. You forget, you forgetting the Lakers. What are we doing, Lakers? Can we, they're not going to trade. They're not going to trade stars. Even if it's just, uh, what's it called? If they got to move uh, D'Lo and Rui, I think that's more of a summer trade. They're not going to do it in season. Mm. It would make sense. Cause now, now, before we get to the next, um, okay, now you said they have to choose two at the end of this year if they make it through. Because honestly, this lineup is basically, if it's not a chip, it's over this year. If, if it's not a chip, it's over. They got to be in the conversation. Who are you choosing out of those four? To, to keep two. or to trade? Am I yeah, to keep. I'm picking Harden and I'm picking, well, Westbrook is on a two-year cheap deal. I'm keeping Westbrook regardless. But out of those three, I'm checking Harden and Kawhi. Kawhi showed in the playoffs like last year he was by himself and those three games he played those two games he played nigga averaged 40. Like if he is there or if they have a Harden who you know could like if you got three of those guys and you give put some shooting around them like you get a stretch four and you get a shooter they're fine. Somebody that doesn't need the thing about it is all four of them need to dribble to get the shot. That's the hardest part in basketball when you got four great players and they all play the same way. So I'm taking Harden because I know he says he's a system. Cool. I know he's going to make it through the regular season. Cool for the most part. He's going to give you 20 points, 10 assists, maybe 25 and 12. That's perfect. You put some role players that's durable through the season. You let Kawhi, you know, play his 65 games. You bring Russ off the bench. It works. And again, Paul George got a lot of value. 
he's a lot of these young players' favorite player. His game is probably yeah. the smoothest out of all of them. And you get put him on a team where he's getting 20 shots, 18 shots? Why not? I, I think he's going to fight hard because, you know, he got his podcast, which is dope podcast. Shout out to his podcast. podcast. Fire. But think about and it. A lot of his people is there. But, I mean, Pat, Patrick Beverly does it well with Rome, so. Bro, yeah, we got Skype. Like we got Zoom. They can still be there. It's fine. I'm just saying. It could work. Hey. I think I think I'm gonna go with yours. I think James Harden. I think James Harden needs a lot of star. I think I think they could have done a a better run in the playoff last year if Embiid was really playing on the MVP level like he was during the whole season. Yeah, and I don't think and Embiid wasn't doing that. But now slick. This next one before we get to our song of the week. This shit pissed me the fuck off, bro. Was this debate? Because you know Lakers lost to Miami. I ain't gonna lie, reddish. Keep you better keep for punishment, my nigga. Keep that arm in the air for 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 a few hours, bro. Because this is the second time you missed a game winning shot, and niggas is. I know you 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 bust niggas ass <laughs> in high school and in, in, in high school and shit. Niggas is niggas is living off that potential of you, but so far since the preseason, my nigga. Besides the defensive capabilities, you're looking shaky. I'm not gonna go into that, but anywho. They said that would LeBron be in the top five of all time without the Miami with the, without the Miami Heat stint? Yeah. So that means you would have to remove two championships, or it might two be. finals MVP, and MVP. I think he won. I think he won uh, 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 two MVPs with the Miami. He got right? two MVPs. So do I think he would still be in the top five? I think that. Yes. He, I think he would be in the top five. I think the two Miami championships helped him learn how to win. But I think he still would have got there. And I think that if we're being honest, him not going to – if he went anywhere else but Miami, he went to New York, he stays in Cleveland, and they somehow find a star. They do that Amari Stoudemire trade that they should have did instead of trying to keep J.J. Hickson. Stupidest shit ever. You know what I found out? It was – they was going to go there, but they resigned Amari. That's what he said. If they didn't resign – because the reason why, because Chris Bosh was, was going to go wherever he went. And because they signed – once again, this is a sad day for Knicks fans once we find this shit out. Because they signed Omori Stadamaya. We didn't get LeBron. I mean continue though. Continue. Hey, I think that Braun would have been in that Wilt Chamberlain conversation. He would have had probably he probably would have got the record for MVPs. He'd have got six of them things. He would have probably been more inclined to get his shooting up. But then you also gotta think about what was happening in the organization. I think he still would have ended up leaving. Or forcing a trade. Yeah. Maybe not forcing a trade. But I think he would have ended up leaving. And he would have found a situation that might have been better. So if you think about it, him and D-Wade, they was the only teamed up because they was friends. It was they did it's again, it's a clipper situation where they started out like four and five, like legitimately do my turn, your turn. It wasn't until niggas changed their game and they could do that because they was twenty six and twenty eight percent. It wasn't until they lost that finals when they had a say who was that guy until D Wade had to concede his position and be like, nigga, you the leader. It was, Do your thing. Yeah, it was more important for Braun to be that front guy, and D Wade took the step back, and it might even made his extended his career a little bit because it's like I don't have to every night go for forty. You feel me? On already shaky knees. I think he still would have been top five, maybe top seven. It probably would. It would have been more of an argument because they'd have been like, "Where's the hardware?" I still think he would have ended up with like three rings. I think he probably would have got one in Cleveland. And you got to think about this drafting, the type of guys that Cleveland was drafting. I think the as the league started changing to more pick and roll. 
I think they would have realized playing Braun at the four and trying to find other players. Think about guys that were in the draft. You were getting, you know, Paul George at 12, Gordon Hayward at 10. Like, there was talent. Guys at 17, 18 were, like, all-star caliber players. And I think that to beat Boston, teams were, people would realize they had to, 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 had to sync up. So I think that would have worked out eventually. My 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 problem with the, with this was, did we not see what the fuck he did in Cleveland? He left Cleveland because Cleveland wasn't able to do – the management sucked. <laughs> The management sucked. They, nobody, no superstar was going to come. But he was dominating the league. <laughs> he was having the best record every year. He took he took that bum ass Cleveland team in two thousand seven to the NBA Finals. He he won two MVPs. He was he had a defensive player. He was doing a whole like it was my thing. And I agree with what LeBron tweeted. Maybe less rings, but still would have been dominant. He would still have he would still break the all time leading record all-time scoring record. He would still have all the accolades. It's just him. Now, granted, yes, he learned that he, the quote-unquote heat culture taught him how to be a championship, but I'm talking about, you have to understand, This is it, for me, this falls into two scenarios. This goes to a scenario where LeBron leaves by himself and goes to another team by himself, or a second scenario where he goes with Chris Bosh and D-Wade. Imagine if LeBron went to San Antonio. Let's play this scenario out, Slick, because Pop is his favorite coach. You, this is before Kawhi Leonard got there. If he went there with Tony Parker, Manu, and Tim Duncan, because Pop is his favorite coach, are we, or is, is, he, he probably might be the greatest of all time with, with the rings. I was to say, hey, we have to go that far. We could have went to the Lakers with Kobe. Well, so that's what, that's what kind of, I'm like, yeah, give credit to the Heat for teaching him. And I don't even think they really teach them for real because they keep talking about this heat culture. Shout out to Gilbert Arenas, is, bro, the heat culture ain't really no damn heat culture for real. The first championship D Wade won, they got they got Shaq. Shaq was still dominant. <laughs> it was they bought their shit, and after Shaq left, and after that they was losing. Before LeBron got there, they was losing. LeBron left. They was losing. And after LeBron left, this nigga was in the finals for like four or five years straight. Even in 2018 when he wasn't supposed to be there. And honestly, fuck Kevin Durant. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin Durant. You're going to catch this stray. Because if your bum ass did not go to the to the Warriors, he would have probably have six rings. Shit, fuck Kyrie's kneecap. He definitely would have won in 15. And we wouldn't have known about nothing about Stephen Curry. We might have still called him the greatest three-point shooter. Oh, Ever, no. but he would have had he would have had the championship. He would have got. He would have still got his two or three. I think it's just the fact because that that, that 2015, if yeah, Kyrie and Kyrie Kevin was, Love was still Kyrie was on his ass that first game. He was busting his ass, and, and niggas niggas found out the formula to whip his ass in 2016. And then these niggas bought KD, and the Cavaliers didn't upgrade nothing. They didn't add an extra star. Or anything. They tried, but it was just chemistry. It was too many guys that need to dribble to be good. You can't have a bunch of guys that need to dribble around LeBron. And and look and legit, the Warriors kept the same nucleus and just added they the, traded, the Grim they traded, Reaper. They traded Harrison Barnes and uh, who was their center? I forgot his name. Not even dope. Um, I forgot his name. I ain't gonna lie to you. For 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 the seven foot slim Reaper. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck was he supposed to do? LeBron's supposed to really have three more championships. If he, matter of fact, he he should have been beat. And and the Mavericks, the Maverick Finals, That's we the, can still talk that, about. That, yeah, he was never, he wasn't winning that one. It just wasn't. He wasn't ready. He didn't understand it. He couldn't. He didn't. Again, 
When you got niggas that do the same thing and one person's been and the other one hasn't, how do I take a step back? Where do I fit in? And if I fit in, you're going to be mad I didn't stand out. And I think I think the pressure of him being the villain for the first time in his career because he's always been so beloved fucked with his mental as well when it come to that. So gave I us, say LeBron would still be... He did give, huh? us, he gave us the best line. Like, at the end of the day, I'm rich. I made it. You still go home. I was like, oh, that nigga cold. <laughs> that nigga was fitting, boy. To me, LeBron without the Miami Heat stint would still be top two or not two. He, you telling me, no matter what, if he stayed in Cleveland, he's still going to get some more MVPs. He's still going to have some, he's still going to have the scoring title. He's still going to do everything else. He probably not might win a championship, but he's still going to have all the accolades outside of the championship. Ugh. Honestly. That's the thing. Ready for these songs of the week? All right, let's get to our songs of the week. If you listen to this on YouTube, please exit and go to our live podcast at work, which is available on iOS and Android. Or you go to one of the favorite streaming platforms or to our Spotify and Apple Music playlists and listen to our songs of the week. Now, what's your song of this week? I got two. Two of my favorite artists. First up, we're going to play this new Lucky Day written by him. Co-written by Bruno Mars. This is Lucky Day. That she- oh, the coke, the coke is extreme in this one. Money, diamonds, house in different cities. I'm living my wildest dreams. Cooking, smiling, and with all the power can what I want, but I'm empty. Baddies got a model movie, options to making a movie scene. I know all the game, but what's it really mean? Floated on this crack and it's definitely cocaine in that song. Definitely bare yeah. cocaine. And speaking of cocaine, it's almost 11 11. That means the boy Breezy, he's dropping the album a day early. The label said you can't drop this shit on fucking Saturday, nigga. Good fucking try. This is the new single with Brian Messia, Byron Messia. This is Nightmares. I get tied up in the streets, say them can't leave out. And if you can't bring the clock round, so then them not leave out. More time alone, so just not trust no one. If you ever see the big gun, them him turn evil. Him say, me depressed, so he need my medicine. It's just me and my Remington Peaks. Them ones stick around like jelly ton. Oh, 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 oh. Back to man, them not take by a skeleton. Things girl up on the main like Hamilton. Rope money make them fly like Pelican. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. And tell me, most I know. My family and me friend, them. Most I know. You bring trouble, him by in them. I that shit's on fire. I wish it was longer. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, as soon as I got into the song, it's over. Like he got it's, the Byron got a nice little track on there, but the album dropped tonight. See, so you already know it's about to be breezy season this week. I'm about to be in this bitch like ah. 
<laughs> All right, my song of the week is, you know, I don't know what my song of the week this week, what the vibe is, is this nothing but foolishness. Here is BFB, the Pac-Man featuring DDG, Delulu. Cassie dropped the beat. I'm so proud of you, Cassie. Bitch, I'm trying to pop my shit, trying to be something that you ain't. That's the reason Pac got hit. Selling dope, a word for him, got me with a knot like this. I fuck a raw and swell a rod and build a baby, not my bitch. Oh my God, don't care how tight the jeans is, the clock will fit. Come to my BM as a woman, that's the day I suck a bitch. Getting money out in Dallas off the grease, the Yakovich. My granny asked us all that noise, sorry, I just dropped a brick. I made it out the gutter, all my clothes get dry clean. Dope jumping out the wrecks, this white hoe got high knees. Told for real, fuck Louis Vuitton, fat boy. Want the ice cream All this new shit in my driveway I'm a fucking hype beast A-Max flat Swimming trunks White tee Niggas can't rap for shit They just on a tight beat These hoes pretty but they broke Jigga had the white beat And your bitch ain't really bad Unless she got some nice feet I fell off last year But I'm back Can't turn me down Can't fuck you from the front You ain't my main Turn around She got a pool I need a life jacket I'ma drown He ran off with that sack Sneaky tee Got him down I'm with the same set I'm not gonna lie I die before I get my chain snatch, I'm not gonna lie. Off a perk, baby, I ain't king, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Bitch bad, but she got some lame. Hey, that was BFB, the Pac-Man, the Lulu. Shout out to DG, because his verse killed it. You go listen to that on our song of the week. Um, This next one, it's not an actual song, but it's a freestyle on the on the radar. Shout out to him. But this woman is Haitian, so I got to support her. Here is Scooty on the radar freestyle. Stop is on the radar radio. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Yes, sir, baby, on the radar radio freestyles. Yo, my sis Scotty in the building. I'm gonna step out. She's gonna step in and body this. All right, let's go. Scotty or Scooty, I don't know her name, but shout out to her. She hates you, though. On the radar freestyle, shout out to her, though. But you can listen to our Apple Music playlist, all our Spotify Music playlist for our previous songs of the week, but that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, their people's favorite, Slick Drop. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right, it's just us this week, but promise you we're going to have some new guests this upcoming week. But, Slick, we missed out on a lot of toxic topic off of just one week. I know you felt some way about this. Joe Smith recently found out that his wife has OnlyFans, and this 
got the we had to talk about it by now if you're on social media you already knew about it already slick real quick <laughs> what's your whole thoughts about this ah uh, man that was kind of the reason i was like damn i watched it i think i watched it with shorty too when they, she was breaking down i was like first of all why are you recording this man telling you he don't fuck with your shit I know it's probably like a skit or publicity. Like I think everything is fake now online. Apparently, he left her and he's staying at his sister's house. Oh shit! Damn, well, I guess it was a skit. Um, it just it didn't play well. But I also this might not go well. I fake understood her. And I'm gonna say why. I know normally I don't I don't I don't sympathize with this type of stupid shit. That's what she did for survival. Yeah, a hundred percent. And we all know Joe Smith that had some bad business deals in the past. She said like I came to you for answers multiple times. And you didn't have an answer for me. And she's from the adult film industry. She's had some success in other ventures and started her own businesses. And her man wasn't in a position to be a man. She wasn't getting no side dick. She was just doing what, how she became the woman she was when he met her. You feel me? And I think that this might not go well. A lot of times we expect, as men especially, if we have a woman with questionable decision making or questionable past, a lot of times we be like, yo, she going to change me. Yeah. And if you change and stop doing the shit you did to get her to change, guess what happened? She's going to change back, stupid. <laughs> you are, unfortunately, you are right, and I got to agree with you. But this also just, oh, shit. Do, do I want to be, like, PC, Brian? Because we got some upcoming guests that I need to be PC for. It's fine, bro. Also, <laughs> Let your balls drop. Bro, this is, why, this is why you don't accept women's past. Hey, cancel me. <laughs> wow, they Cancel me. This, <laughs> this, this, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, bro. What she did, she went back to her tactics that made her survive. And I did my research on her. She was a very good performer back in the days. I did my homework on her. <laughs> I can't be mad at her. The nigga wasn't doing what he had to do at that moment. And I guess there was a miscommunication and she's raking in more money. How long is she up and out with the house? And she's doing... I, I agree with you. I feel like, but with with that said, can, is it wrong for, for is it wrong for guys to be like I don't want to accept your past? Then absolutely not. If that's the case, absolutely not. You know what you sign up for. I think that the problem is, again, a nigga feeling hopeless. It come down to that money. Exactly, money make a motherfucker act right, but money make other motherfucker act weird when they don't. And, get and, I, and I and I and I saw the video when they said that yo men love. Hose. Better than women, and oh, not sorry. better, but um, because <laughs> I already, I already see, I already see the think pieces. You hate black women, you hate women. I already see it. Calm down. I just said, Calm men, down. I just said, men love hoes, so that was my fault. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but men, um, I, I don't want to, I don't, because you know, women get triggered off of some words, so I don't want to trigger them off of a word because they, they will focus on that word than the actual. Oh message. no, yeah, but, but. men, more, men love more sincerely. Men love or more or love more unconditionally men, no, just, than women. Just, just say men love better than women. We can say it. I'll say. You want me to say? It? I will say. It. Now I'll, I'm a tag. I'm a yeah, tag team. Future, future guests, if you listen to this, I'm, we could we could change my mind on there it. Is, there is. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm not gonna make it some ignorant male chauvinistic shit. If you think about the relationships, right? A lot of times. Not a lot of time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be wild. Fuck it. In most situations, when all things are equal, it's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. A man will love his woman to the ends of the earth. What's the age old saying? 
Yeah, she ain't shit, but she mine. Can I just can I just add a a, a slight edit to that? No, I agree with you. He might he might do something out of pocket, possibly as getting like outside coochie. I'm about to say, like, he might get some outside coochie, but that doesn't mean he's not gonna stop I'm loving. He's not say. gonna sit here and stop trying to do anything for you. Continue. 100. percent I was gonna get there. You just you, you skip my point. Oh, my fault. A little cheating. He might he might make some poor choices, but he's never leaving. It take a real fucked up situation for that man to leave. A woman will change her mind over a bag. A woman will change her mind over an interaction. A woman will change her mind because she thinks she met her soulmate and it's not the nigga she stay at home with. And I'm not saying it's all women. This is not about all women. There are more cases, examples. You look at your friend groups. Look at your group chats. If you look at a nigga's group chat, what he gonna say? Yo, that bitch bad. I hit. That's it. Girl's like, ooh, that nigga just gotta act right. He, I, I'm gonna go get that. Think about that. Think about what is okayed on socials. What is okayed in friend groups? What is okay? A nigga gonna be like, you sure? Nah, you ain't doing that. You, go, you can hit that, bro. Yeah, I could, but I mean, what's that get me? You feel me? Girls, yeah. oh, he trying to fly you out. Shit, though, let's go. You feel me? It's a dirty game. So to your point about not accepting women's past, if if you know a person, you can't always say what a person is doing is predicated, like, is it survival? But if you also see how a person's moving and it's done in a shady way or in a way where it's like, yo, I met you because you cheated on that nigga. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. I don't expect you not to do me like that. Or I started fucking with you and I knew that you had a roster of niggas yeah. that was handling certain things for you. Absolutely. Like, I seen it. I know what you're not, you're not going to tell me. You're not a frog. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, but I'm my, not mad but at that's, you that, that's, That'd be my main beef in, in today's dating because certain women wants to be able to do all these things and then don't suffer the repercussions. Not suffer the repercussions, but don't want to accept. There's no accountability for the action. Yes, no so accountability we, for the actions. I'm and as a man, and as a man, we understand like women understand patterns when you know some shit is wrong in a relationship. But men understand the pattern. I'm like, all right, if you're doing X, Y, Z, you're doing X. Okay, now if shit's if shit gets tough, are you gonna resort resort back to that? And this is the exact case. So that's why I can't be upset at her. I hope you don't think we we bashing her because she's doing what she's do for survival. Yeah, no, we 100%. shit got tough. We understand. <laughs> nigga it. wasn't doing his job, and 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 the thing about it is, for my niggas out here right now, if you do go get that OnlyFans, or you do go get that girl with the promiscuous past, or who just had all that, just a whole bunch of other stuff, understand that you can't let up. <laughs> it's that maintenance. You're yo, gonna if yo. you if you want to continue to be Delulu in this love that y'all have, make sure you do whatever in your power to maintain that status quo. Because if you're going to be naive and think that once that, that status quo, something happens to that status quo and shit might not change, it never you better away. pray because I'm telling you right now, the odds are not in your favor. You're going to lose And that's it. some real shit. You're going to lose her just as quickly as you got her. And I know women will be like, oh, not all women. Not. Yes. But at the end of the day, yes. you have to understand from a male perspective is yes. we do not get sympathy. We do not get sympathy for making these choices. We don't get no repercussions. We don't get no, 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 our investment back. There's no, nobody's going to help us out. We can't, we can't complain. Niggas want to tell us, get off of our strap boots and go get it again. That's a fact. That's a fact. So that's why guys are precautious with decisions like that. And that's why we, that's why we prefer to have a woman who does not 
have that pass in a sense because we have to be smart. Because really, in all honesty, for men in love, it's so, it's a gamble for women. But it's I'm not going to say it because you know women don't like when we have more <laughs> adversity than say them. It, just say it, bro. As a woman, we have a more we have a we have a higher risk. With the gambling shit with love. A, the risk a, a is high. A woman can us. get another nigga like that. She can have another nigga yesterday. You know how hard it is as a nigga to find a quality woman to... Like, <laughs> feel me? I, like, ain't nobody flying me out. Ain't nobody buying me flowers. Ain't nobody trying... And guys will settle better. Guys will Like, once we settle with you, it's going to take us... It's going to take us longer... To leave you, that like you said earlier, it's gonna take some fucked up shit for us to leave you. And when even, girls settle, when girls settle, and they find and something better comes around, oh, they out. Dipset, it's just not working for me anymore. I just, I wasn't, you know, you weren't being a man, you weren't being man enough. What, bitch? What the fuck are you talking to? And if, you know, and, and you, you want to know an example? Look what we talked about two episodes ago. Tyrese's ex-wife. Shit hit the fan. He went to go save the marriage, and she left. And now that she realized that other side it ain't green like it used to be, I'm sorry. she wants to. Yeah, he's just like, "Yo, you did me hella foul," and I want to look me in my face and act like shit sweet. And the thing about it, what gets me aggravated too, is y'all know that y'all emotional creatures. Y'all say this to us all the time, but when we say it back to you guys, when y'all are emotional with your decision, y'all give us conflict back. And we're not saying men are perfect. We're not saying men are perfect in oh, marriage, we're relationships. Dumb. Yeah, we're dumb as fuck. We understand it. We accept it. Yeah, we have our flaws. But my thing about it is women accept your flaws too and understand. But real, more so when you're listening to this section of the podcast, understand the perspective of a man in a relationship. That's why guys are hesitant of getting married. That's why guys are hesitant for the commitment. Because we know that if we commit, if we actually get that commitment, commitment, we in there for the long haul. So we want to be, we want to make sure our probability for success is higher than failure. We're not going to go into some shit with 40% rate. <laughs> That's offending. We're going to make sure that shit is over 50. Or we at least, so, we're going to make sure we hit, we got to make sure we have all the fun we can. <laughs> you feel me? Right, so so when, when you, when you, when you're looking for, when you're looking for a guy to commit or to, to propose to you, make sure you clear, make sure you get that approval rate in the majority and then we can talk about that i think that's good though matter of fact i'm gonna take that lawson pippen lawson pippen and marcus jordan you wilding real quick y'all niggas is wilding and you asking your pops to be the best man it's all me you bugged the fuck out <laughs> you bugged the fuck out marcus pippen. i can i can believe this bitch babysit him Yo, Mar- that nigga was that nigga was plotting for a minute <laughs> it's definitely he definitely living the mill fantasy like this is the fact that this hasn't been a porno created about this is wild and Let's just keep it a stack. This is this is called. I should have been. I feel like I should have been a bigger star syndrome. So that I'm going to do everything to grab headlines. Once they this shit started picking up, them niggas ran with it. I don't think this shit is genuine at all. But it's okay. That's a fact. Prayers to you, Scotty Pippen. Now spin the block. I ain't gonna lie to you, Slick. It's no longer comfort season. I don't. I don't. I don't yep. adhere to the comfort season. It's yep. been the block season. Yep. I see Nelly, Janet Jackson, Jermaine Dupree. Who else was spinning the block again? Um. There's know. mad other people spinning the block. Yo, if you get if you get a text from me during the holiday season and at Thanksgiving, like, yo, I'm not grateful for the season because I've been not in contact with you. If you hear that from me, I'm spinning the block again because this, this is a success rate, okay? <laughs> this is a success rate out here. I ain't going to hold you. I love it. I, I'm seeing Nelly and Ashanti, my nigga, bro. 
this shit had me. I want to. I want to cheese how that nigga is cheesing. You feel me? I love a girl who got some character growth for her to her. Ashanti got that character growth. Got that nigga nice. And he treating her well too. You mean I she, love it. She put on Just, that forty year old forty. She got she hit forty and it got thicker. That's what you're talking about. That's the character growth I'm you're looking for. for. I think I'm gonna say for <laughs> Nelly. I think that again, niggas recognize when they for like. I can't even say what I want to say. My pops said some wild shit the other day. My mother, I was just like, "Nigga, you stupid!" <laughs> like <laughs> niggas be learning. Like niggas understand. Like, yo, I had a good one, or I have a good one. I fucked it up. Oh, you get back in, you feel like, oh shit, she not mad at me. We sort of at verses, nigga. That nigga walked across the whole stage, like, look at my bitch, looking like everything. Now, I want to put a disclaimer. Spin the block season is not for you niggas that had a six month break, a year break, even a two year break. It gotta be a limit. If it's more than two years, then you can spin the block. Cause I ain't gonna hold you if you spin the block around that time frame. And two years, just go in there for a night. I'm about to say, <laughs> and in two years, y'all probably fucked a few times in that two years too. So it's probably like it don't make sense. Yeah, because because sense. they ain't no real character growth. Y'all niggas didn't really go through enough life yet. Mm-hmm. Ashanti and Nelly been broken up for years. They had some other relate long term relationship, so their character growth went up. So that was that's why they are in a happy space holding, now. Nelly was whole engaged. I feel like wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was whole engaged, and that's why he stood around with him with that rape charge too. So. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> she was just a placeholder. That's crazy. Oh, that's a fact. She was a placeholder. Sorry, we'll get into terminology another day. But yeah, so once again, it's spin the block season. It has to be more than two years. You have to have like preferably with my spin the block, I want three years. I wanna I wanna you know, not that I want you to get more dick, but I want you to know, <laughs> you know, just Hop on some few, you know, suck some few fog dicks before you get to the prince. Me, you know, <laughs> just, there's levels to spend a lot though, because it's like we wasn't in a relationship, but we just talked a little bit. That's an easy. You could do that within ten years. Cause we never was together. We just was talking, and oh, one of yeah. us disappeared for. A couple oh, you never had that shorty where it was just never the right time. Never like, the right time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucked, but you know, she got in a relationship and then she broke up and then you got into a situation. So you never got that. Now, if that's that shit, spend that block right now. Okay. Like, if we was never officially together, you could spend the block anytime, any place, anywhere. Cause you know, it's going to come up. But if you was in a whole relationship, I ain't going to lie. Two years minimum, at least. Uh, and then spend that block. But shout out to y'all. But now before, before we end this off, Dirty Mackin is on a high and Jeezy, I'm with you. I'm just playing. You saw his face lit up when she said she used to fuck with drug dealers and shit. Oh, let's just play it. Thanks. Right. right. Like, and you gotta know when it's time to be done. Right. And that's usually not about another person, an affair, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, some chick that's willing to like make you feel like a king because right. that's why most men cheat. Most men cheat because that's, the, that's fascinating to me. It's so gross. It's so stupid. I personally, this is my quote and real yeah. niggas don't cheat. You don't think so? Fuck your shit. I kind of understand what they you mean not. when you say that. They do not. I understand what you because mean it's, when you it's say that. something in us yeah. that makes us want to be right, right? Yes. across the board. But is that okay? Is that way so that you you are living up to the expectation that you've set for yourself? You may gotta see that nigga. <laughs> what you gotta fight that nigga, bro? I know, he, I know he the snowman, but no, no, you may gotta fight that nigga. What? How the fuck dare you insult me in front of my old? My... I'm still trying to get my family back. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the thing about it is, you know that nigga Jeezy cheated before too. That oh, nigga- expeditiously, <laughs> absolutely. Maybe not in this phase of life, but Jeezy did cheat back in the day. I'm not. That nigga said, "I don't even understand why men would cheat." I, just, yeah. I fascinated Real by do not cheat. Real niggas don't. It just cheat. goes against our moral code, our principle. Like if a nigga cheated on you. Oh and you know what's crazy? She ain't even realize she was getting got. That's why women get me tight. You don't even realize when you getting got. <laughs> like, what? Because I'm like, hey, hey, you trying to back You see, it's just how I was surprised. She was like, oh, really? Nah. Instant no. puddle fall. She yeah, was like, oh, stupid. my God. Stupid. Now you in his hotel and room, it, ordering room service and, the next day. And, and, and that's when she hit her with the line, like, yeah, you know, I used to, like, back in the days, I was dating drug dealers because, you know, I'm from South Central LA. Oh, he was like, oh, real. Yo, stupid, stupid. Cause you know what it is. I love, I love as it here. Men, we dumb. As men, we dumb. We so dumb. We be missing this island girls flirting with us. Women, we could tell y'all. Every man that's not in your family, immediate family, has probably been hitting on you. You just, you can either friends on it, but oh, let you go through some shit. Oh, now all of a sudden you legally blind and morally dumb. No, nigga, you've been uh-huh. got. You've been got. You don't even realize you've been got. That nigga is texting her. Hey, thanks for the interview last night. Uh, uh, yo, if you in town, let's go get dinner or some shit. I mean, I guess, you know. Yeah, we can just debrief real quick. Oh, and then guess what? He's debriefing her for the next six years. Mm-hmm. Or at least six weeks. And guess this what? They could still they could still not be official with it because I just got out of the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a divorce. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Now look, oh, you got your situation. That's a little crazy. I got my situation. That's a little crazy. Like, well, okay, let's just be today for each other. Let's be friends. What's your thoughts on Dirty Mackin though? I'm, Dirty I'm, Mackin I'm half and half with it. I'm Dirty, half and half with it. Yo, yo, I, I don't think I was ever. I'm scared Mac. of the karma though. I'm scared of the karma because I have Dirty Mac, but I don't want that happening to me. No, 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 no. I don't think I'm Dirty Mac. I'm the type of nigga be like, yo, like yo, like yo. You, you sure? Like I'm, I'm looking at you like TV. I'm looking at the camera like the four break the four four like. This bitch stupid. Like that nigga is fucking somebody. But I'm like, all right, whatever. If that's what type of time you want. You got it. Nah, nah, my favorite, I don't, I don't OD with the Dirty Mac, my favorite Dirty Mac, like, yo, he's doing that to you, like, yo, if I was with you, I would never done that, like, you just so, nah. spe- oh, I any love girl, that, I love that shit. That oh, in 2024, you deserve whatever happens to you, mama, I'm sorry, <laughs> you deserve it. Oh, there's a, there's a plenty of niggas, oh, wait, he has you in the situation, y'all been talking, and he hasn't put a title, like, yo, if I was fucking with that's you, that's crazy, like, it yeah, made you my girl, I would been took you out on these vacations, like, damn, my life. two years, what's he waiting for, he don't, he don't really like you like that, and then she know when she come home, like, you don't like me, who told you that? That wasn't an original. Yeah. That wasn't an original. Feel me like what's this nigga name that got you all hot and bothered? <laughs> Just let me know. Bro. <laughs> Not yo. Uh, I don't want like you ever been never, talking to a girl. She come with an attitude and shit. You like, Rad random. I said good morning. What? Why you got beef? You not talking? What the fuck you mean? You don't like me. What the fuck you mean? I don't like you. <laughs> like and then she start getting annoyed. Like usually you put a plate down. She usually don't say too much, but like, oh my god, like, nah, nigga. I keep tell, like, am I living with kids? Why you can't just pick up Bro. after yourself? You be like, yo, the, oh, the subs on social, she be like, bitch, you said you was having a great day when I text you. What is this? <laughs> yo, I be like, I try not to dirty back because yo, you know you don't want that call back to you, though. Yo, when you get old enough to really realize the shit that he be like, oh, that bitch was a fucking genius, but she's also an idiot. How you fall for that dumb shit? And you thinking that nigga really gonna treat you different it than is, me, bitch? Yo, 
Yo, I was with you before you got your tooth fixed. Like, let's what's happening? They don't, they don't know how crazy you are. That's the thing about it. Them niggas, them niggas got the good version of you. They don't need, they don't see that that shit crazy that I had to deal with. That's Once they get a pick of that shit, no, they're not gonna fuck with like, you. Yo, bro, take her back, bro. Who is this? Don't worry about this. I'm sorry. I never, I didn't mean to take her back. Nah, nigga, fuck you. You did it to yourself. <laughs> She's your no queen. Crazy, it's over. I don't give a fuck. Yo, That's I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to the Dirty Mackers out there, though. Dirty Mac is filthy, though. It's, yo, oh man. I was just thinking about to the, the, the young days. I was like, damn, niggas really used to Dirty Mac. Crazy. <laughs> oh, that's a Fendi. I ain't gonna hold you. Once I think it's all wanted. Everybody wanted the same girl. That was the funniest part about it. But like, yo, nah, what do you mean? He fucking Shorty from down the block. What you mean? What? I love, I love, I love, I love it when Shorty is in. In college, remember back in college, she was she had a nigga back at home, and she was there. <laughs> that's not dirty. Oh, Mac. I love that's, it. That's not dirty, Mac. I was just keeping her company. <laughs> also, and now are you studying with a nigga? Boy, boy. Now also it, you're not a not, it, now also you're not an funny, A student. It's funny because it's always like when the nigga who is dirty, Mac, and he got a situation, shorty with the whole boyfriend, husband, whatever combination. She'd be mad as shit. <laughs> like, her nigga be trying to figure out why you got an attitude. Don't worry about it. I'm all right. Nah, you saw that. The nigga that well, you fucking with when, 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 when Shorty's not longer, staying on the phone longer. Now, like, oh, I got a, I got a program to go to. I'm sorry, babe. Oh, I got to study it. You'd be like, oh, shit, I lost my bitch. <laughs> that ass. Many, many a nigga. Many a nigga. Shit. I and don't, don't even get on her nerve one time. Many, Do like, not get on her nerve one like, you time. Don't, you don't know I'm it up here in these streets. <laughs> Yo, especially freshman sophomore year. Oh man, this is a secret, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to freshman sophomore year for women, that's y'all peak. I don't give a fuck what they tell you because you are fresh, you are new. Niggas is like naive, dumb, dumber than regularly dumb. And we're not calling you dumb in a derogatory way. We're saying like we know girls can play dumb when they want something or they feel a type of way that they don't know how to communicate. And going back to the Joe Smith shit, just to double back real quick, Mm -hmm. we defended her because she said what the problem was. So nigga could cry all he want. She said she communicated like an adult what her problem was and why she made the decision she chose to make. I respect it. Now come in here when you just dumb because a nigga ain't answer your phone call or he ain't he ain't buy you something that you wanted in the right time frame and then you go do some wild shit. You stupid. You dumb. Communicate. <laughs> and, then, and then you didn't. We didn't even mention that camera shot his shot at Shorty. Yo. Oh yeah. You do, made, you do the body rub shit. Yeah, girl. Yeah. You know. You may oh, got, got you older niggas. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. If he was wrong. Because like, look. Because look what happened. She's she low. She just lost her nigga. Niggas mad at her and whatnot. But now this nigga is complimenting her, making her feel good. Bitches love it when boy, niggas make her don't feel boy. good. Oh yeah, my look, god. Your girlfriend and got in your ear. Like I mean, I guess he would. If he would have did it, he should. He should, if he wanted to, he would. But he want to. And then they and they magically slip and fall on subpoenas. I'm about to say. You know, magically and they come home like you said, mad. She was like, why you ain't washed the dishes? The sink is empty. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're just sitting there like And you know, and, 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 and the thing about it that kills me and fellas, this might fuck up a home. I'm we might fuck up a home with this. So she's she she's upset at you for that first week or two, right? Then all of a sudden she's back to normal without you even doing anything. And that's when you if if you if you in that situation, fellas, mm-hmm. and she went back to normal or she just stopped being complaining and stopped quieting, she cheated. She got. Dick. You know that, Rob. She definitely got some dick. She's remorseful. She crying and shit. She fucked, and that nigga said, "Thanks for the thanks for the ass, honey. Got to go." It happens. She got some dick now. She's fine. So she already she already did her dirt. So now that she did dirt, 
She, I'm not. Go, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop complaining with this nigga because I don't want. I don't want this nigga to find out that I. Or even so, she found out the the dick she was kissing was a frog. She's like, God damn, this wasn't my prince. Let me go home. <laughs> damn, we don't fucked up. Some, we don't fucked up. Oh, some, it's, it's, let's let's wrap oh, up this, this dark. Um, yeah, we we gonna bring this up when we have some females on Dirty Mac. It's season. gonna be a fight because someone we gonna tell them that they know. <laughs> you already know they're going to deny like oh no what you meant like if he if he was doing what he's supposed to do i wouldn't went I did you tell did you, did you talk to him no oh stupid why was you texting him after oh, but why you giving me your instagram i just you know it's just instagram you supposed to follow no they just love doing that if they don't give out the number they give out the social media and then they want to be surprised with yeah, niggas is what reacting and replying to niggas want to get out of pocket hours with this <laughs> we're we gonna say we gonna walk it here we gonna wait till we have female guests and it's gonna be a great gender debate <laughs> we're not I, doing a choose one this week because we already went past the limit for this yeah, we, episode we like we're gonna we, choose yeah, we one we, next week we 15 minutes over now that should that Facts. should be true. They they use the socials like yo yeah nah it don't count because it's on Instagram because they don't feel that bad because you know girls be feeling guilty but they don't want to feel like they did something wrong yeah, so yeah. they don't mind they know the they know that if they gave the number if because if it's not a work husband or a nigga that she could justify if she works with the nigga mm-hmm. but if it's a nigga that's outside of anything social media doesn't mean nothing it's just social media I don't have to respond or anything like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you ain't never telling oh, no God, lie this shit did not. Yeah, now we spend the block season. Spend <laughs> the block part two coming soon. Yeah, yep. Dirty back part two is coming soon. We're gonna have a female perspective, but we do a choose one next week. Um, please download the live podcast app on iOS or Android. Please follow us on all social media at this might not go well. If you're any branding deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. I'm the voice of the streets. <laughs> that, was, that was my nickname. Yeah, it was. You yeah, you missed the outside. Uh, yeah, um, B Breezy, aka him Duncan, him Turner, him De La Ghetto, Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick. I'm a civilian, but that was fun. I hope we didn't fuck up your house too much. Y'all be great. We'll see y'all next week. We out of here. To cow. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shot tone always saying something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one.